this. Come, all ye faithful, oh, has no. nothing to do. No. No, absolutely not. Whatever you're gonna say. Hello, <laughs> welcome to the Twelve Days of Flixmas. I am Michaela Pettigrew, and I am Nicholas William Pettigrew. This is a podcast that, if you are tuning into this episode, that is insane. That is insane because we're we're doing twelve days of reviewing Netflix movies uh, leading up to leading up to Christmas Day. Today is day 11. Yes. Even though we found out that the 12 days actually starts on Christmas, don't sue us. What is, that, is in, that makes no sense. It doesn't. So, like, Christmas starts on Christmas and ends in, like, January? Yeah, I think it has no. to do with Jesus. We don't know about Jesus. Uh, is it, like, the Stations of the Cross or something like that? I don't know. I don't even know what that I means. Don't, yes, you do. When we, we went on our honeymoon. In Oregon, we went to that cathedral and we walked that that in that garden, and it had all the different stations of the cross. Where? In Oregon. No, I remember Portland. the grotto. Yeah, I know what you're talking about? What do you mean the stations? There were there were like little plaques and stuff oh. set up that that told you about. I treated it as just a garden <laughs> and not as a religious sanctuary. It was gorgeous, but. It, Look, it was a it was an actual like active like nunnery and monks, right? Yeah, yeah, they had like people there doing Latin and shit. Felt really out of place, so out of place. Yeah. Um, but really beautiful architecture and artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is a podcast reviewing all the different locations you can go in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We're doing Netflix movies, and today. You're doing Snowbound for Christmas, day 11. What? Do you want to oh. do the synopsis? Yeah. It's only it's only the 11th day of us doing this. You'd think I'd have it all like squared away at this point. Nope. But Daddy doesn't. Daddy never has it figured out. It's because Daddy's a loose cannon. Daddy's reckless. Oh, boy. Let's not call yourself Daddy so mm. much. I think that's something that somebody who really loves daddy would say. You think that I shouldn't say it. Anyways, we'll cut that out. Uh, ba 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 ba. Storyline. <clears throat> I'm ready. Uh, it's the Christmas season, and Rachel Carter just landed her dream job as a marketing director. She is eager to impress her boss, Adrian Blackstone, and when a new project arises, she steps up presenting an impressive marketing video. This gets her a spot on her boss's team heading to a resort for a much bigger presentation. While there, a snowstorm moves in, trapping her and Adrian at the resort. They get to spend some quality time together, realizing there may be more to their relationship than just business. Say business. I did. <laughs> um, let's just say, as someone who used to work in HR, this movie is a nightmare to. This watch. is problematic. Yes. <laughs> this is so problematic in so many levels. But I will say, it was great for us because it checked off a ton of bingo board um, spots. I mean, I think we'll we'll get to them as we get to them. But it felt like this was a, a heavy bingo board favorite. Not as much as next. Not as much as tomorrow's episode, 
which is a California Christmas, which has 50, 60. <laughs> of our 25 bingo scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes. So this movie opens up as all Christmas movies do with a montage of Christmas, right? There's like, they're doing the shots well, and stuff. You're missing the, all the bingos of it. It's a brain power studios. Mm-hmm. Harlequin romance. That's right. A snow band with the CEO. Yeah. They, they have now, at least in this one, they didn't just say it was like brain power studios presents. It was brain power studios presents a Harlequin film, mm-hmm. which I hadn't seen in the other ones before. So it's like Harlequin is stepping their game up. Yeah, is this a newer one? Oh, it was 2019, yeah. 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 Well, no, wasn't it 2020? Well, no, no, no. This is 2019. Tomorrow's is 2020. Uh, this one was released in... Oh, that's what I'm... Th- okay, yes. The Year of Our Lord and Savior, 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah, and then we see uh, a young woman that we later know is Rachel, and she's meditating... Uh, we couldn't tell if it was her room or hotel room. It's supposed to be her apartment in the city. I think they're in... Where are they? Like, is it supposed I to be know. like San Francisco? Or yeah, maybe San Francisco. Maybe San Francisco, maybe LA, something like that. It's supposed to be a mo- metropolitan city. Yes. She has a, a room that looks like a hotel room. Mm-hmm. The, by the way, it's furnished, the walls, everything. The amount of space she has. No personality. No personality. Um... And we learn immediately right off the top, though, bingo, she's kind of a mess. She's cute, but she's a mess. Pretty girl. Yeah. She's a mess. (laughs) She was like, what, almost late for work? Or was she late for work? I I feel like she showed up late. And it's a new job. Yeah. She's only been there a few weeks. She, yeah, and there's, I mean, we'll get to it, but she's not good at her job, I guess. No, no, she's very good at her job. No. Not appropriate. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, uh, she's. She, I guess she is very innovative and creative. skilled at her job. Yes. yes, very skilled. But this is already getting to, I think, the HR issue, which is like she's been at the company for a few weeks, and the boss is already like, "Hey, hey, we should go away together." Yeah. So they go. This is the this is the thing that always drives me crazy. So the, the movie starts. They go and apparently. He doesn't realize, Adrian Blackstone, the CEO of the company, mm-hmm. doesn't realize that today's the company retreat where they're going up to a hotel, which isn't the hotel that they're going up to later. It is another unrelated hotel to do team building activities. And so he has to change, which gives us another bingo card. But before that, we, you're skipping ahead. <clears throat> you missed the whole like boardroom picture. Oh, session. right, 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 right. And this is when you get the Tuscan Villa as European fantasy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they're going to be renovating. They they want to renovate Tuscan Villas because their whole business is renovating and restoring historical buildings. Um, yeah, just making them non-historical. Well, that's the thing is that the, in my mind, they're what they're trying to do is keep the the spirit of it and keep like it's more restoration than it is rebuilding. Um, but in practice, when we see the one of the hotels that they've restored, that there's mm-hmm. nothing old there. No, nope. it doesn't look historical at all. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's when we learn that she's got. The ideas and everything, because Adrian says, like, this is a Tuscan villa. It's supposed to be Italian and romantic. And then she goes, 
Yeah, it's a Tuscan villa, so I'm thinking we should do something romantic in yes. Italian. <laughs> this is my, my creative pitch. And he goes, see, I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So once they agree that she's going to put together some kind of a quick little pitch following that uh, romantic Italian fantasy, then they realize they got to get going for the team building, but we, right? we meet Natalie. We do meet Natalie. From the Christmas Prince. Yes, that's right. Natalie from Christmas Prince. She was Mel in Christmas with a Prince. Not... Not a Christmas Prince, because that's, I think, the, the actual Netflix mm-hmm. Christmas with a Prince, however. Uh, yes, she was in it. She played Mel, one of the nurses who had a crush on the Prince. This time she plays co-worker. Co-worker. Yeah. Natalie. Who's already, like, uh, Rachel's best friend, even though mm-hmm. she's only been, like, three weeks at that job. Yes, and we also meet Jenny. Diane? Are you talking about which one are you talking about? There's no, there's no Jenny. What do you see? Diane is uh, the the stern German woman, who's also Adrian's ex girlfriend. Again, super problematic. Don't we have someone that was also in Christmas with a View? Or was it just that Natalie? Oh was in no both no those? no no! Joseph Canada as Jerry. Yes. Is in this. And he was also in Christmas with a view. And I think Christmas Wedding Planner. And I think Christmas Catch. The man is around. He played Clive in Christmas with a view. If you guys remember our city planner. So he's got legs. And he knows how to use them. Anyways. um, So yes. We meet the team at Blackstone Restoration mm-hmm. Corporation. I don't remember what the full acronym is. Yes. Um, and then we go to the team building exercise, which again makes no sense because they go to a hotel, which isn't the hotel that we're going to later. It's just a random hotel also in the snowy mountains where they go and they do dog sledding. That's the group activity is that two at a time they go dog sledding. So it's not a group at all. It's not like a team. It's individuals. Yeah. And I don't know why they went to work for part of the day. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't make sense. But this is when we get that bingo and we see Adrian shirtless so he can change into something less formal. And it's like a really weird, smutty shot of like a close-up of just his abs. And they're not... I mean, he's they're fine. They're fine. But I mean, if you had Jerry popping his top, Clive from Christmas with a View, <laughs> that guy... That guy's got abs. Mm. Although maybe he's softened up a little bit in the following years. He didn't... You know, good though still look good then i'd be into it yeah um so diane though the the cranky german co-worker who we find out is also adrian blackstone the ceo's ex-girlfriend super problematic, super problematic. that he hired his ex-girlfriend to a job yep. and she is making constant passes at him yes that he is just like ignoring yeah. <clears throat> she says she wants to talk about what happened and he'd rather talk about the to strengthen the pitch. And she wants to like go away with him to work on the pitch, just the two of them, and he doesn't want to do that. And they're oh god it's at this point that they're eating sandwiches in a cafe. And look, if my company 
sent me on a retreat and like I'm assuming they bought lunch too. And probably, they yeah, they gave me two slices of whole wheat bread, yeah. a lettuce and a piece of ham. I would be furious. I mean, I wouldn't say anything to anybody in management, but in my heart I would be upset because that was a crap sandwich. Yes. Uh <clears throat> and is is this when she connects with him about like things like they both can have dogs in their building? Oh yes, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel, she gets paired up with Adrian to go sledding. Which also another insane thing to me is just that like these people have never gone sledding before. Mm-hmm. They had like a five minute verbal conversation with the sled instructors before they are let loose with the sled, just the two of them. No instructors, no no one else. They just let the dogs go with Adrian and Rachel. Fortunately, the dogs come back. And we don't have a movie that is. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, I think this is when we get to the pitch. <clears throat> well, this yeah, after this, we get to the pitch. Um, but, yeah, so we, this is the general setup is that this is their first meet cute, essentially. Mm-hmm. Even though she works for him and stuff, the really, they're starting to get to know each other on this team uh, building group outing. Because they're sledding, and does anything else happen? No. So then we get next day in the office. Are we right there? It's, I can't. It's not very clear. Yeah. So let's just say next day in the office, she's showing them the video that she made the day before, or overnight, essentially, yes. of her pitch for the Tuscan Villas, and it is, um, it to them it looks incredible. To me, it looks like so much B-roll that was just slopped together with yes. a narration over the top of it that was, you know, it's fine. And is this one, she describes it as a fuzzy yellow blanket? Yes, she describes the sun as a fuzzy yellow. No, no, no. The mom does. Because the mom talks to Rachel. Which, yeah, and that's what she puts in her pitch. Oh, does she? Okay. Yes. yes, that's right. Because prior to that, Rachel does call her parents and talk to her about... And apparently, the parents... Went on a honeymoon to Italy, which Rachel did not remember. Much like in Christmas with a View, yeah. these people cannot remember anything about their parents. No, but yeah, they um, all love her pitch. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for Diane. Except for Diane, but you know, it lacks the technical specifications that we require. Listen to me, you must never play this tape. <laughs> No, they say something like, Mamma Mia, Rachel. And like, uh, I didn't know why we hired you before. Yes. Jerry. Jerry comes out and is like, I got to be honest. I didn't get why we hired you. Yeah. But now that we see this, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Jerry, just go with the second part and say, great presentation. (laughs) You don't have to like cut her down and then try to build her up. (laughs) It's so weird. It's a very weird thing to say. Um, <clears throat> but Adrian says that they're going to, that they have to go pitch them at this old uh, hotel that they've recently renovated. Was it called the Lafayette? Is it the Lafayette? I think it's the Lafayette. I think so. Um, they're going to go pitch the Italian investors. And 
uh, Diane is like, oh, we should go up together, Adrian. We can take my Porsche. And Adrian goes, no, I think we need something a little more roomy, like an SUV, so that we can bring Rachel. And Diane is like, oh, mm-hmm. but the uh, uh, first year has the romantic side. Oh, that's right. We have the technical side, who's uh-huh. Diane, and the romantic side, who's Rachel. We're going to call, like, your ex a robot. Yeah. Although, I mean, she kind of is. She kind No, she is. Um, <clears throat> so cut to the next... Do we already cut to the next day from there? Yeah. Of them driving in the car... Or yes. getting ready to go. They're getting ready at the office to head out. She just... Diane just blows right by Adrian and Rachel. She's like, we must go. <laughs> so they up in the car. I like how you're doing her voice. <laughs> Um, and then it's like footage of them driving in the car, all yeah, three of them. And Diane kind of pitching that she wants him to do non-historical renovations. Yeah. And I want to point out that like at this point, it's, it's Diane and Adrian are sitting in the front seat. Rachel is sitting in the back seat. So she looks like their child. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we did like totally demean her. Yeah. And, uh, not talking to her, not engaging with her at all. And Diane is like. No, we should move beyond restoration. We should do new things, creative things, building mm-hmm. out. And Adrian goes, "Okay, well, when you have, when, when we have an opportunity like that, sure." Yeah, that doesn't really come up later. It does. That's why. Well, okay. So they get to the Lafayette, and the Lafayette is run by Scott Thompson card? of Kids in the Hall. He is our B-lister, as far as I can tell. The only other person I thought who might be the B-lister is Josephine Butner, Butner, but I she hasn't been in a lot, so it's a. Uh... Oh, she doesn't even list. Oh no, she does. She lists Snowbound for Christmas. I didn't see it on her IMDb for a second. <clears throat> um. So yeah, they get up there. It's run by Scott Thompson, and. This is the day before they're set to open the hotel for the public. So it's just the three of them in the hotel. In this giant hotel, like The Shining. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Scott Thompson is Canadian, so he's doing like a pretty solid can- like French-Canadian yes. accent. Um, and so he offers to take them all on a tour of the building. And very awkwardly, Rachel says no. And she just wants the busboy, or not the busboy, but the bellhop. the bellhop to take her up to her room separately. Yeah. Which she then uses as a sneaky opportunity to get the room next to Adrian so that um, Diane has to get the room all the way at the end of the hall. Yeah, it was a weird, like, there's no one in this entire hotel, but it's like, these two are next to each other, and then this other one is five... Yeah. Hotels down. Yeah. Rooms down. <laughs> no, it's five five hotels down. <laughs> <clears throat> but she specifically does it because the first two rooms have stairs and the third one doesn't. And Diane had indicated that she doesn't like stairs. She said, I hope there's an elevator because I do not like stairs when they were doing the tour. So it's a thoughtful thing. It was it was maliciously thoughtful. It was a thirsty, thoughtful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she gets to stay next to Adrian. Um, and it's at this point that, is it this point that the twist comes up? Which is that Adrian gets a call 
that they want to do more expand that somebody wants to do more expansion up in the mountains where they're at right now. Um, it would be an expansion that also does what Diane wants, which is building new things. So it's not just restoration, but Diane has to go to the other side of the mountain tomorrow morning to go talk to the people about doing the expansion that they want on the other side of the mountain. But Rachel and Adrian, they'll just do the meeting, the two Is of them. Is that the tw- secret twist? Well, the, 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 the little, just the, the plot twist of separating Diane from oh. them. Oh, okay. I didn't, I guess I didn't connect that that was like a new... What exactly what she wanted to do. Thing. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's the reason why she can't say no to it. Uh, because it's exactly what she wants. And so if she says no, it's like um, undermining her. So she says, okay, well, I will have the binder of technical specifications for you. And um, good luck. And so the next morning, which is the day that they're supposed to meet the investors, they're ready to... Well, you, you missed a couple things. We missed a bingo... Um, Rachel asked for a big glass of wine. Oh, that's right, because they go out there having dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rachel wants a big glass of wine because she has to deal with Diane, who's very um, cold to her. Um, she had found found out that night that um, they used to fuck. Oh yes, 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 yes. We used to be an item, but uh, he moved here, and I said, okay, nothing physical, just over the pants. That's not true. No over the pants stuff was included. Um, Was there anything else? No. It was mostly just the dinner and the discussion. Yeah. Uh, So next morning, and Adrian is flustered for this big presentation. He uh, is unsure of himself. He thinks he's in over his head. But fortunately, Rachel is there to talk him down. To calm him down. And it's at this moment that they really start to build kind of a love thing here. Because much like any good woman, she's able to control her uh, savage, dumb, idiot, animal uh, man. Oh, yeah. It's required (laughs) of all women. Yeah. They have to control the lizard brain guy that thinks that he's, you know, got to either fight or flight away from a situation. So she gets him to talk about something that he loves doing, which is whittling? Yeah. Weirdest hobby. For I like... think it's weirder that the hotel has a tiny whittling knife. Yes. The, the, what's it called? The yes, shop. Rachel buys him a little whittling set later at the That's shop. That's weirder to me. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Wait, did we pass no, we haven't... Rachel editing a photo of herself wearing a Santa hat? Oh, God, when was that? Oh, yeah, they were on, because they're on the, no, 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 that's way later. No, it's like right now. Is it? Right before the snowstorm, the new part snowstorm. Oh, that's, okay. This movie, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but the plot was like a little boring and dry. Um, But basically what ends up happening is that there is a bingo card snowstorm that happens, which means that not only... Are the investors not going to be able to make it to the hotel for their meeting? Mm-hmm. Diane's trapped on the other side of the mountain. With this mountain man. With a mountain man. Who is? Who is from Christmas Catch. He's the love who's, interest from Christmas Catch. Who is 95 Reed? 
Mr. Christmas Cat. Yeah. I was very excited to see him. Yeah, I thought he looked familiar. Well, I kept saying, I was like, what's this guy from? He looks familiar. And, well, her, him and Diane have what can be only decided as a one-sided attraction, really. Where it seems like he's cool and flirty with Diane, and Diane is just uh, cold. Well, I think that's her love language. Her love language is cold? Yeah. So she, like, gazpacho and ice cream? Those are two great things. That's true. That is true. Um, Yeah, so she's trapped on the other side of the mountain in a shitty little cabin with this guy named Fred when she mm-hmm. should be with Adrian in the hotel rekindling their romance and she's furious about it. But meanwhile, Rachel Rachel and Adrian find themselves in a hotel. Just the two a of them. 350 room hotel. Just the two of them because the, all of the roads are closed and no guests can come. So they're being treated like kings and queens for the next day. Because the the whole work staff is there just for them. Mm-hmm. So they're making them their meals. They're doing everything just for the two of them. We get a beautiful montage. And then that's when we get the love montage. Yeah, where they're like doing stuff together, doing stuff separate. A lot of sauna and spa time. A couple's massage with the silk screen. Oh, that's right. They get a couple's massage. But they, they do the silk screen so that it's not... Um, it's not sexual for either of them, even though they make some terrifying noises when they're getting massaged. A lot of like, uh-huh. 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 you must never listen to this tape. <laughs> um, but yeah, it culminates. The montage culminates with them having dinner together. Mm-hmm. And... Starting to really, like, get to know each other and vibing. You're missing the weirdest part about this lunch or dinner. Oh, it's a lunch first. No. Is it dinner first or lunch? It doesn't matter. Anyways. Yes. What am I missing? Oh, it's a lunch. Because they're... Sorry. They're both on their phone. Mm Mm-hmm. And they are both on their phones. And then the Wi-Fi goes out. Yes. That's right. Which cuts the phones off completely. And Scott Thompson immediately runs in once they're like, hey, that's weird. It looks like the Wi-Fi went out or something. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry, but the Wi-Fi has gone out. You know, I, I can't do French. So it, this is just vague European. Uh, no, the Wi-Fi in the hotel has gone out. So there is a, a no Wi-Fi. Oh, it's perfect. Yes. So he said, this is a charcuterie because of the surveys you filled out. That's right. Before they went to the hotel, apparently they filled out a survey which consisted of their food interests and other interests, which if any hotel was like, hey, Nick, we're excited about you guys coming. Can you tell us what food you like? It would be a horror show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just a lot of things where I'm like. You know, you could get me some nachos or Hostess cupcakes. Uh, I enjoy a nice um, monster or rock star (laughs) and ramen. If you can get me a rock star and a bowl of pho, that is my dream lunch. (laughs) Can you imagine? So we have this, like, nice, cute lunch, and we go back to Peter and Diane. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Is it Peter Fred, or Fred? Fred. It's Fred. Fred and Diane. Trapped on the other side of the mountain. And Fred makes Diane go and get some sticks for a fire. It's very like, um, almost taming of, I, no. Taming of the shrew. Is that, or is like, that accurate? Yeah. yeah. Like a taming of the shrew type thing where he's like very stern with her, gets her to, to do things. And he gets her to get sticks by equating fires to buildings. That's right. He goes, you're an architect, right? Well, sticks are like the foundation for a fire. And then she goes, well, okay, I'll go get some food. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it until you put it into terms that I could understand. Now I understand why fires are important. Yes. We don't want a shitty foundation. So she goes and gets sticks in the middle of a snowstorm. So I'm assuming all of the wood is, like, wet at this point? Yeah. I don't... Okay. Yeah. They still start a fire, though. Um, but Then uh, Rachel calls uh, Natalie. That's right. She calls Natalie and kind of lets her know that, like, shit's getting... Uh, romantical up there for the two of them. Um, because she's trapped with just the boss and the boss is like a little flirty back with her a lot. And Natalie should have reported this to HR. Well, she should have. Natalie should have been on this for a second, but Natalie is totally in support of Rachel boning Adrian, the CEO. Mm-hmm. And I never understand these movies where I'm like, what if it doesn't work? What if you're you're like three, four weeks into a new job. So she'll get a new job. What if he gets. Yeah. But in this job market. Yeah. As a man, as a what, PR director, marketing, marketing director, director, director of marketing for a business that as far as I can tell is 12 people big. Yeah. I don't know. Why, yeah. I don't know why she's a marketing director. I think she's the whole marketing department. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we, uh, we see Rachel and Adrian are going to go have a romantic dinner. And they're going to have bingo card. Or is it just George's lobsters? Oh, that's right. Not a bingo card, but yeah. Lobsters a la George from uh, Christmas Wedding Planner. I got to be honest. The lobsters in this look better than Joey's. How dare you? Talk about <clears throat> um, oh, did we even talk about the the charcuterie board? What the main thing was on there was a can of sardines. And they both talked about how much they love canned fish. They love canned salty fish. Weirdos. It's the least favorite thing. Well, you have to have mm. that thing that they like bond over. They, but like bonded over, they can't have dogs in the building. Yeah, but I just mean like I don't know sardines is. Who who actually likes sardines? My mother. Well, your mother, but she's from Spain. And my, she's a little and bit my older. Niece, my niece oh, that's it. true. Okay, yeah. Um, And then we, we also cut to Diane and Fred, and they're eating Spam. Oh, that's right. Well, Cold Fred is spam. Fred is eating Spam. Diane refuses to eat anything. Oh, uh, opposite of being a card, all parents are alive in this movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All parents are all alive. Parents. Adrian's parents, both parents are alive. Also, her parents seem lovely. Happy, loving, committed relationship. Well adjusted? Yeah. What is that like? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, um, this is when Adrian invites Rachel to his house for the holidays, so she's not alone. 
Oh, that's right. And then he's like, you know, I'm sorry. I overstepped my bounds as a boss. This is weird. Mm-hmm. But like you did, you overstepped it multiple times at this point already. You pitching her coming over for dinner on Christmas is probably the least offensive thing because your parents are going to be there. It's not like a sexy situation. It's not like you guys are having a candlelit dinner followed by perfect dessert and cocktails by a fire, which is what happens. Mm -hmm. And you get the interrupted kiss. That's right. They lean in for a kiss and then cock blocking Scott Thompson interrupts to tell them what this has the dessert oh that's right he has the desserts for them which okay this is a small thing adrian said that he likes pie and so scott thompson brings him a peach tart and i'm sorry tarts are not pies i don't believe that a tart is a pie i believe a tart is a tart and a pie is a pie and never the twain shall meet so, what makes a pie a pie? Uh, the word pie. And usually, it's the crust. Because, like, a tart has that, like, shorter, kind of firmer crust. Whereas a pie has kind of a flakier uh, crust in, like, a, a deeper dish. Um, it's not always necessarily... Um, I, you know what? Is, it, just is a cupcake a cake? No. No, it's a cupcake. A cupcake is its own designation of thing. But it's cake. It It is cake, but the cupcake separates it from being an actual cake. Because an actual cake, like you can have a slice of cake, which comes from a cake. Just like the batter is the same between a cake and a cupcake, but a cupcake is not a cake. This is wild. Glad that we got that sorted. Very important. Um, So, yeah, they're, like, gonna meet up. At the bar. They're gonna meet up at the bar later. She just wants to freshen up a little bit, which is, like... Code for, I want to check my pussy. Yeah. That is... Okay. So she goes and she freshens up. And then goes back downstairs and proceeds to just completely blow it. Yeah. Totally bricks it by bringing up the fact that he's her boss, which he, which she should. Well, first they like dance. We yeah. got a couple wreaths in the background. I called it a bingo. I That's love like, a couple wreaths. Oh, God, there's so many goddamn wreaths. Well, it, because it's Brainpower Studios, and I am almost 100% sure that they are reusing... Well, what are All they, of these I, wreaths I and everything. I found out Christmas Catch had a $200,000 Christmas budget. So I have to imagine they saved some of those. And they blew it on fake white Christmas trees. No, Christmas Catch had all those wreaths. And a fake white Christmas tree in the stakeout place. Oh, yes, yes, Only remember the important things. Um, yeah. So she totally borks it. Shanks it off the rim. They go back to their respective rooms, masturbate like crazy, I'm guessing, because you already instinctually want to jerk off in a hotel. So you couple, well, you know, and you're by yourself and you're in a hotel. Like, it's like, I don't know. 
You feel like there's no cameras, there's no one watching you. You can be a monster. You can be a demon if you want because it's like a, a space that you don't own or have to care about. I'm not alone in this. There are hundreds of us out there just committing insane crimes in hotels and just letting the wait staff wash away the evidence. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, they neither of them really get to sleep because they're both kind of masturbating all night. The most <laughs> masturbating all night. Um, and then she sees him the next morning. Yes. Uh, gonna go ski because there's no storm. That's right. right. The storm has stopped, so they go for a nice ski. So uh, this is when I don't understand why D- Diane doesn't <coughs> doesn't come back. She's in the process of coming back at this point. Okay. But you know she's on the other side of the mountain. Um. So they they kind of patch up their weirdness. Yes. Um. Because then they kiss. That's right. They kiss and. He's still her boss. Yeah. And he, at this point, though, she gives him, at lunch, she gives him the whittling set. Yes. That she purchased for him in the hotel's gift shop. Which, if you're gonna, if you're gonna buy me a gift, I I don't want something that's got a hotel's brand on it. Because it's just a thing in my head where it just feels cheap. I don't know why. Yeah, it's really not the best quality. Yeah. It it I mean, unless you want to like remember like commemorate but, that. And time. also though, and also though, this man his hobby is whittling. If he is the CEO of a company and his hobby is whittling, I got to imagine he's already invested money in tools. And stuff. It's, just, it's just the gesture. I know, but still. It's a shitty gesture. And he seems uh, well, no, I mean, like, when he gets it, he's like, uh, thank cool. you. It's very thoughtful. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> yeah. He definitely doesn't have a <clears throat> ring in his pocket. Um, so, yeah, they patch things up just in time for Diane to come back. Now, first of all, the guests show up. That's right. The guests start showing up because the roads are open and everything. And then fucking Diane shows up and immediately... Starts taking Adrian's time. And all she wants to do is leave. She's unhappy with what has happened. And she just wants to get off of this godforsaken mountain. She gets them a pitch opportunity in Vale. That's right. They reschedule their pitch opportunity for Vale. Which I don't know where Vale is. I know it's a place. Colorado. Oh, okay. So it's just her and Adrian get to go to Vale. She very Diane very cleverly blocks Rachel out of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because Rachel, you're on the planning committee for Christmas, right? We don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to plan the Christmas party. And so she and the team has has to uh, stay up all night and make a second video. Oh, that's right. So yeah, Diane and Adrian go to Vale. Rachel's a little upset. Because she was just starting to get this whole thing moving with Adrian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Adrian and Diane send messages indicating that they need a second video that combines some of the romantic qualities of the first video mm-hmm. with more technical C-A-D. details. Yeah. Um, 
and Diane's very quick to point out, this is what I said the first time, is that they needed more technical details. And Adrian's like, not really. It's kind of different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, the, the whole team stays up all night. Rachel, Jerry, Natalie, other guy. Ray. Ray. <laughs> so he falls asleep. Yeah, Ray, man, I mean, he's no good at this. Um, and then they put together like a beautiful presentation. And it, I guess the whole point of it is to showcase that Rachel is really good at her job. Mm-hmm. She's a leader. She's a team player. She's spirited. She's spunky. Yeah, she lets Mel and, and um, City Planner guy leave at one point. Jerry, yeah. They can go home at like 3 a.m. She'll record the narration. She'll finish up the video. Um, it just sounds like she wants to take credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the thing that every person in a group project, like there's one person who, if the team carries it, to the 10 yard line that's the mm-hmm. person that's gonna punch it in mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, don't worry about it i got the rest of this guys you go and then you're like where's my name on this <laughs> she's taking all the glory yeah um so they send the video off and then we're at the christmas party mm-hmm. we're at the company christmas party and rachel's excited to see adrian again because she's like what's going on with this um they find out that they get the th- the opportunity in Tuscany. They got the count. They got the count. Um, all because of Rachel's video. Well, and the team. But there's this weird thing where Adrian and Diane are kind of like walking arm in arm with each other. Yeah, they walk arm in arm into the restaurant, which is already sus. Mm-hmm. I gotta hate myself for saying that. It's suspect. No, you're real cool. No, it's you're suspect. Cool. You're it's s- you're cool. It 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 raises red flags. Because they're exes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Diane pulls Rachel aside, sits her down, and Mm -hmm. tells her... Step off my man. When we are in Vail, we rekindled our romance, and so... He fucked me from the inside out. Yes. (laughs) What? What? If you've ever seen the movie In a Space, he shrunk down to a microscopic (laughs) size, traveled inside of my uterus, (laughs) and proceeded to fuck me from the inside out. Oh, such a better movie. Um, (laughs) But no, she basically breaks Rachel's heart, tells her that they're back together. Adrian tries to talk to Rachel. And like any, you know, logical, even-tempered woman, she just completely blows him off. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And this movie, she calls her parents again. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there she was sad because she wasn't going to see her parents for Christmas. Oh, that's year. right. Yeah. So she calls them and talks to them. And the dad's like, who's this dummy? <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. Well, we can look up the parents to see if they've been other stuff. Well, one's Diane Johnstone. And the other is, I think, I think it's Glenn Michaels. But he doesn't have a picture associated with his uh, IMDb entry. I mean, my dude's only done two things, so maybe, maybe not. Um, what's Diane Johnstone been in? Sorry, guys. Hold on a second. We're going to take a quick detour. She's been in a ton of stuff. She might be our B, actually. She started in... No, no. I mean, Scott Thompson's still definitely our B, but Diane Johnstone apparently has been in a lot of work, too. 
Anything you know? Nah, she was the mayor in the Taken TV series. Um, <laughs> she was cult member number two in Man Seeking Woman. Uh, she was a nurse in Warehouse 13, the sci-fi channel series. Uh, she was a nurse on Hannibal. <laughs> she was a nurse in two different things. That's so funny. I don't know. I just love that they're like, look, if you have scrubs, you can come. And she's like, I got I got my own scrubs. Yeah. So she got two gigs doing that. Um, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing of note, really, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, <clears throat> yes. So that happens. Oh, so she, Rachel's actually in her apartment talking to Natalie. This is my favorite because she's telling all those bad Christmas jokes that Adrian told her at the bar. Oh, that's right. And at one point, Natalie just gets up and is like, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Because it, 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 op- it cuts to them at Rachel's house, sitting on the couch together, drinking hot cocoa, maybe, I'm guessing. Yeah. And Rachel gives her the joke of, uh, what, do you, what do you call someone who's afraid of Santa? Claustrophobic. And then Natalie goes, I got it. <laughs> and then she leaves. I love Natalie. She walks out of the frame and just is gone. She's gone. <laughs> uh, she's does best. she take the mug with her or does she, she set is, it down? Like, this is mine now. <clears throat> and then Rachel gets a call from Adrian. He's been no. Tra- well, he's been trying when to get Natalie in touch with her. leaving, she says, this is for you. And she brings her a present and it's... A box of chocolate from Adrian. Oh, that's right. Because she said that she liked chocolate. And so he got her. <laughs> that rare. <laughs> She's a rare woman who likes chocolate. And so he got her like a, a Ghirardelli's gift basket of chocolate. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so sweet. He's so thoughtful. So she calls him to thank him. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I know exactly. She takes a pirouette out of the basket and, and mm-hmm. eats a pirouette. Like that. Uh, that's not fancy. That's a rolled wafer with chocolate on the inside. It's delicious. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um. So then she gets a call from Adrian. She answers the call. And then she finds out that like he wasn't. Oh, no, 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 no. He tries to explain what happened. You need a good point that this has like a really weird vibe because it sounds like she's leaving a voicemail. Yeah. They are having like two separate conversations the whole time. Where she's like, look, I know what happened, Diane, it's fine. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she goes, just don't talk to me again. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she can't hear him. Yeah, she's not responding to anything. Um, So she hangs up. There's a knock on the door. Who's there at the door? It's her parents. Yeah. Her parents showed up to surprise her for Christmas. Because you know what? Maybe your CEO is fucking your coworker who used to be his ex-girlfriend. And maybe you shouldn't have gotten this job in the first place. Mm-hmm. But your parents are always going to be there for you. Sure will. Family. Family. I, just, I wrote, they love her. It's too well adjusted and loving <laughs> and I cannot relate. <laughs> yeah, so they're having a lovely Christmas day together. Adrian shows up. The dad opens the door and then calls him an idiot and walks away. It was very funny. It was very funny. He opens the door, sighs. He immediately somehow knows who he is, even though they've never seen a picture of him, never met him. Mm -hmm. He just sighs and goes, it's the idiot. I love him. He's the best. Why is he only in two things? I don't know. 
Um, yeah, but then this is when Adrian comes in and says, I'm not explains all the stuff. And I also wrote, he whittled her a Christmas star. <laughs> That's right. He whittled her a Christmas I star. Whittled. I whittled. 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 <laughs> With D's. With D's. W I D D L E. I like to whittle. I like to whittle all the time. Is Elmer fun? Yeah. So he whittled. <laughs> he whittles her a. A snowflake, uh, which is clearly laser etched. It is not. Oh my god! It is not whittled at all. <laughs> it's like Jake's uh, Christmas star from uh, Christmas Inheritance. Ah, uh, you know, I love seeing these Christmas stars <sighs> pop up again, or uh, snowflakes. Not Christmas stars. Um, yeah. So she's moved by the fact that this rich CEO made her something. I'm guessing it would have been hilarious. If when he handed her the gift, he had, like, band-aids all over his fingers. <laughs> he was like, I made you this. Um, so she's on board with him. And then Adrian's like, oh, shit. My parents are coming into town, too. At first they kiss in front of her parents. Yeah. It's weird. That's, that is weird. Especially, like, this is really, like, your, what, maybe your second or third actual date date but i mean like you know if you count that time that they spent together in the mountain yeah yeah (laughs) these movies um (laughs) (laughs) these movies think dates is just seeing each other (laughs) well they these these movies they're very uh quick to be like well you saw a montage of them so even though realistically that montage only took over the span of a day or two (laughs) 30 days (laughs) yeah (laughs) It's 30 dates worth of conversations, ups and downs. Yeah, so Adrian invites the parents to his house. But he's like, oh, there's not a lot of room. You don't have a lot of room, Rachel, which seems like a dig. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, we should all drive up back to that resort. Also, though, I have to call bullshit. Because when Adrian says that there's not a lot of room in his place... They also showed a shot of him in his gigantic off home office that was completely decorated like Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, bullshit, man. You got room. He wants to go to that resort. He wanted to go. Well, no, no, no. Rachel suggests it. Mm. Rachel goes, I've got an idea. I want to have a place where I can fuck you where it's five rooms away from your parents. Well, this is the most insane part of it is that, okay. So, so we get to the all the parents. Adrian the- goes and picks his parents up from the airport, and I'm guessing maybe 10, 11. Let's be generous. Say it's like a 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Let's say he went to Rachel's early because they were drinking coffee. Maybe it's an early thing. 10, 11 o'clock, he picks up his parents. If I remember right, it's a fucking trip up to that mountain. That's why they like taking a single car they're staying overnight they're doing the whole thing yeah what asshole is like hey mom and dad i know you just flew all the way across the country you're tired hop in this car for five hours we're gonna go up to the mountains no that's for sure 
Also, I thought you meant <clears> just, like going back to the hotel and being like, "You have room, right? Yeah, you have room to accommodate me." Yeah, Scott, you got room, right? And in the the dining room. Yeah, you got you got room on one of the busiest uh, holidays of the year. When you guys just opened. When you guys just opened, yeah. Uh, so we get to the hotel. They're at this. They're having, having a lovely family dinner. We got some bingo card. I love yous. Insane. <laughs> They kiss in front of the parents. All of the parents. All of the parents. All of the parents. Um, and then we get back to the office. Oh, that's right. This is my favorite part. Diane calls their relationship inappropriate. I mean, she's not wrong, though. She's not. I mean, She's wrong in that her relationship was also inappropriate. Yes. But she's not wrong in saying that Rachel's inappropriate as well. <laughs> and then she decides she's going to kiss Fred, which... <clears throat> Fred just shows up. Why is Fred there? One. I think he's there to like take her to the cabins again, maybe? That's not explained. I don't know. And then two, <clears throat> she kisses him and he seems surprised. So I feel like that's... I mean, it doesn't feel consensual. But again, also, you're working with this guy. This is a guy, This is your contact for this other huge so job. And he, but he's just like, all right. <laughs> well, these these movies all follow the same basic concept of like, if you work together, you're gonna fuck. If yes, <laughs> if I'm helping you do something, yes, it's always like a it, it it is almost always kind of a quid pro quo situation. <laughs> if we have any service transaction, yeah, yeah, that's true. it's either quid pro quo or hostile quid working pro? quid pro quo. <laughs> quid pro quo which is um what that means is that it's like uh two crows working out doing stuff together oh, yeah um or a hostile work environment definitely a hostile oh especially once they break up super hostile work Can environment was this one that had a sequel no hmm. snowbound for christmas no sequel tomorrow's episode a california christmas we chose, we thought it was going to be light and fun, guys. No. It's a sad one. <laughs> it's a sad one. And also a little bit of a wild one. I'm, I'm kind of excited to talk yes. about it. Um, <clears throat> but for this, Snowbound for Christmas. Okay, so out of five. Five widowed snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, I'm on the low end of a three. Yeah, I'm going three out of five widowed snowflakes. Um, <laughs> I'd almost say like a 2.8, then I'll give it a three. Yeah, it's nice seeing Scott Thompson. He didn't bring anything to the... There was only one thing that he was kind of funny in in the moment where he was doing yoga in his full like hotel yes. manager Seat. outfit. Yeah, with Rachel. But other than that, he was, kind of, he was definitely wasted. Yeah. You bring somebody like Scott Thompson to the party, you need to give him something to do. Some humor. Yeah. And I would say, too, the chemistry was fine. It's not that, yeah. On the, the Quinn Zane scale, Quinn Zane's skills, it's at four. Adrian was just kind of boring. And so he was Rachel. They're just, like, they're just kind of boring protagonists. Rachel was, I think Rachel was more interesting than him. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just I mean, it was okay. It was fine. I think you know we've had ten other movies 
And at least four or five of them are better than this one. Yeah, I think that the girl who played Natalie, who's been in a couple other ones, deserves a movie. Julia Baldwin, yes. She deserves her own little slice of the pie. But all she's been in, it seems like, is all of these Christmas movies. She is... She's in Christmas with a Prince, Snowbound for Christmas, and Christmas with a Prince, The Royal Baby. Um, Beyond that, it's a bunch of other little irrelevant things. Oh, she's in a TV miniseries called Ryan Gosling Must Be Stopped? Oh, I gotta, I gotta watch that. <laughs> no, but she, I think she's really funny, and she <clears throat> probably would have been more interesting to watch. Uh, yeah, she's like kind of one of the most charismatic people on the cast. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, Snowbound for Christmas, good, not great. Definitely other stuff out there that's a little bit more fun. Um, and highly, l- far less problematic. There are far less problematic movies that you could watch. Yes. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Tomorrow is the 12th day of Flixmas. Wow. I know. <laughs> it's crazy that we're done. Well. I mean, we got one more. We got the 12th day. We'll get to that 12th day. Um. But yeah, I, ugh. I didn't, honestly, I didn't think we would do it. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't think we would get through. I, didn't, I thought we would stop at like four or five. Well, look at us. I know. <laughs> Our therapist would be very proud. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess until next, until tomorrow. Merry Flixmas. And happy viewing. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.